Hi, I'm Anthony. And I'm Josh. Welcome to another episode of 52 in 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today's episode is about Arrival. Let's get to it. So, Josh, um, we're talking about Arrival. This movie has been uh, percolating, I guess, for a while now and uh, finally came out and you just saw it for the second time right before we're recording this, right? Yeah. And I saw it uh, about three days ago. Uh, the movie is directed by Denis Villeneuve. He is, I guess, up and coming. I'm not really sure what kind of words you do. Well, to no, he, he did foreign. He did foreign stuff down. for a while. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, he's really only been making like stuff that's been mainstream in America for the last five years. Sure, but he's got some pretty, I, I would say, established movies with Prisoners and Sicario. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's not. You wouldn't say up and coming. It's just like. He's done a lot. I mean, he's been made almost a movie a year for the last like five years. So like he's new, but like he's done a good amount of stuff already. Yeah. So like I said, he's the director of Prisoners, um, which you guys might know with Hugh Jackman in 2013 and Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, he did Sicario last year, which which was actually the first podcast we recorded about, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, he also did Enemy, which I'm sure not a lot of people have seen. Um, and I have think you seen it yet? <laughs> I seen part of it. I never finished it though. Dude, you got to finish it. Like the, I will. I, I need to know what you think about the ending because the ending's like the most controversial part, like the very last. <laughs> you got to okay. You got to finish it because it's a great. It's a great Jake performance. Even if I'm still not even sure how I feel yeah. about the movie because I haven't had very many people I can talk about the ending with. Sure. So. <laughs> no, of course. Yeah, not a lot of people have seen it. Anyway, um, and so Villeneuve has been working with cinematographer Roger Deakins on his other movies, and I think it's noteworthy here to say that Bradford Young is the cinematographer for Arrival, who he also did A Most Violent Year in Selma, both of which were highly acclaimed movies, and he's uh, actually – he got tagged to do the um, the Han Solo spinoff, yeah. so he's going to be involved in that, and Villeneuve parlayed Arrival into Blade Runner. So which, these he guys are, with, which, he, which he is doing with Deacons. Which he is doing with Deacons. And these two, so these two guys are pretty successful and established guys. And, you know, they're serious business. So, um, and I think it's important to note that this movie is sort of, despite whatever we say in the podcast, whether it's good or bad, et cetera, it's, it's, it's good to have a movie that's not a franchise. It's just like an original idea movie. One time, everyone, you know, there's, there's, there's no, just an original idea from a, from a studio. It doesn't have to be an indie movie. It gets a big budget, et cetera. So I'm glad. Kind of that, like, kind of like one we did a couple weeks ago, The Accountant. I mean, yeah, I think this is a little. Um, I mean, I think just based on expectations, I think you're you were probably a little more positive coming out of The Accountant than you were on this. Uh, but I mean, like, this is cool and stuff like that gets to happen. You know? Yeah, and I think I, the the reason I say that is because. I know you read it too, Josh, but there was a piece on The Ringer a couple of weeks ago talking about like sort of like the death of movies and how all of the indie movies are sort of streamlining towards the uh, smaller companies. And then it's funny that that came out like right at the same time we recorded our our, our Moonlight podcast, yeah. where we like where we like gushed about A twenty four, and then that whole Ringer piece is about how like A twenty four and Anna Perner are saving the movie industry. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, I assume you guys have seen trailers for this. Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker. I mean, it's... Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I want to ask, because you mentioned, you mentioned yeah. trailers. Did you, did you ever, like, I've gotten, like, pretty anal about just not watching trailers this year, because, like, I think they've gotten really bad. Most studios have at cutting them, aside from, like, initial teasers. So I watched the initial, like, one-minute teaser that didn't show, like, the aliens at all, I think, for this, mm-hmm. and just, like, totally avoided anything else. And I'm really glad I did that after going back and watching the trailer. Um, what was your exposure to the trailers prior to this? Um, did you watch them all? I don't think I watched a single trailer, honestly. Oh, okay. I don't. So, remember. did you know anything besides like the movie poster? I no, I did not. If I, I okay. if I watched a trailer, I watched it a long time ago, and I didn't remember it while I was watching the movie. Okay, but I'm not shocked that it spoiled everything because. Um, yeah, it's a movie. I was show. just curious. I want to see what what you were going in with because you probably it sounds like you went in with even less than me. I didn't realize you hadn't watched any of them. Or I, I probably watched the teaser trailer, but yeah, that yeah, came yeah. out what like six or seven months ago, probably. Maybe not quite that long, but yeah, it, it, it was at least a few months at this point, and yeah. I. Um, and yeah, like I, I, I watched that and like, I mean, I could have told you a couple things, but for the most part, couldn't really remember a scene either. Yeah. So I guess we'll start with non-spoilery stuff. Um, it's hard for this movie, but I think we can talk it, about it. It's a little hard, bit. but this movie was, 
you know, it was on the hype train a big time, especially with the positive reviews that came out within the last week or two or three. And um, I, I really try not to get caught up in that because a lot of times those movies end up not being that good, and then I get frustrated. Um, well, you you were already like trying to temper your expectations just because you didn't like the cast. Yeah. But it sounds like just from like we didn't talk about it a ton beforehand, but it seems like uh, your issues with the movie weren't really actually cast related for the most part, and more related to the cinematography stuff we were touching on earlier. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't know. The cast probably would have mattered if if I thought the story was better, but I I, I really don't think Forrest Whitaker was very good in this movie either way. But his role wasn't really that important. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We can. I don't know if we want to have that discussion. I just really don't. I'm not really a fan of any of those three main actors anymore. I don't think. But I don't think that was the problem with the movie. What, what What's your take? Did you like? You said, it? You said anymore. So this like sent you off like the well, no, point no, no, of no I return already, with him no, and Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams. Um, no, no, no. I just, I just, I mean, I never really liked Renner dating back to how he won an award for a movie that wasn't good. Um. He hasn't won any Oscars. What, what are you talking about? What, what are you referring about, to specifically? Talking about um, the movie, that the one Oscar. What's it called? Oh, her, you, you didn't like that Hurt Locker, Hurt Locker won the no, Oscar? Trash. trash. I like the Hurt Locker. Didn't like it. Okay, well, that's a, that's a discussion for another day. But okay, so you just – you never liked – so you didn't like him in that movie. You didn't like that movie and it's just no. kind of – see, I like him in that. He's I like just him in boring. The, He's just a boring uh, guy. Dude, I, that was an intense movie. I mean I, maybe, I, maybe I'd feel differently if I rewatch it because I haven't watched it in a while. But I, I remember just, thinking – even oh, that thing was good. years ago though. He's good in the town. And he was awesome as the pot dealer for three episodes in Louie. That's, or that's episodes the best in thing I've ever seen in Louie, <laughs> honestly, which is kind of sad. Okay. Kind of sad. Um, but uh, features, I, mean, I, I just don't really like the movies he's been in, I think. And you're in – okay, so we can just go through them now because this is a good thing that's not spoilerly. So what, what, what's your objection to Amy Adams besides uh, Man of Steel? Like everyone is uh, terrible in Man of Steel, so I get it. But, I mean – like, do you have other objections to her? I mean, like, what? Like, I just don't really know what she's like that good in. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've, her no. Okay, uh, like, she's good in. I mean, American, I really liked her hustle. I guess you didn't like American Hustle. She's the best part of American Hustle, and I didn't and, like that movie though. I mean, like, I didn't like a lot of people like swear by her performance in the fighter, and like, I liked the no, fighter, but I didn't like no, remember she's I, just like the, she's just like, like there as like the supportive girlfriend. It's so generic. It's so generic in the fighter. And then. You, I don't. I, I, I'm guessing you probably haven't seen Doubt or Junebug. Those are two of her for her first two Oscar-nominated movies that I watched in the last week. No, uh, didn't week and like a half. Charlie Wilson's War though. So she's in Charlie Wilson. Oh, she's the secretary. She's like a secretary in Charlie Wilson's War. That's a nothing part. I mean, oh, I'm just. I just. I re- I don't even know if she's been in a movie that I've liked outside of this one. I guess. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, man. I, I like I the know. fighter, but I don't like her role. You might like, yeah. I mean, that's just like a, uh, that's just like a supportive girlfriend role. I'm not really sure exactly that's why. What I'm people saying. I just don't really get that. the praise for her. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know, but like, I mean, I think you, I think you would really enjoy the performances and doubt, even if I think you might not really find it the most entertaining movie. And she's really good in Junebug. Has has Ben McKenzie like right after he did like the first season of The OC, which is kind of great for him before they started like wasting his character on The OC, and then oh, he actually got to be in something good, dude. He, like we we were he. He, he, it's not his fault. They just made him way too emo in the OC after a while, and it got really annoying. Yeah, but like it's funny that they got him into like this not really prestigious movie because the only Oscar nomination from Junebug was her. But like he's really funny in it, and he plays her husband in it. Um, but but yeah, so I mean, I, we're going off on a little bit of a tangent yeah, here, but had, had had a loaded cast, um, and. Like you said, that even if you don't like these people, it's not your your bigger problem. I think was the cinematography, and I, I that was part of why I wanted to see it again was to see if I picked up on some of the stuff that bothered you because we talked about it a little bit after we both seen it once, and you didn't like the spaceship that much, and you thought it was a little dark, and maybe Bradford Young wasn't really doing his thing to the extent that we would have hoped he would have done it, and um. I mean, you, you acknowledge it. Maybe it was a lighting thing in your theater. So I was like really paying attention to that. And there wasn't a point. What point of the movie did you think maybe might have been too dark? If you can say without spoiling, I mean, just from from the start, honestly. Okay, I, I didn't really get that. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I, I mean, that was the first time I was in that theater, so I don't. That's not really what took me away. You know, that's not really like. Okay, well, one the thing I did thing, notice. But... One thing I did notice when I went back, because like I just didn't really know what you were talking about when you said cinematography, and it really seemed to bother you. And I did. I can't acknowledge that when I went back and I like the first, even like the first scene when they're like flying into. Um, 
flying into Montana. Montana yeah, it looked it looked a little bit like a green screen. Um, like it just didn't seem as like, and I, and like, I wasn't, I was preparing to like, not try and hold it to as high a standard as something as like Sicario. Cause Sicario, um, yeah, it's like, obviously we know Roger Deakins is very good at what he does, but it's like, he had, you have a lot more to work with. I think, I mean, I guess I never, I can't actually, I can't really say with any certainty. I've never been to Mexico or Montana, but like, I've seen enough footage of them that I know that like, I think the kind of sunsets you're going to get filming in Mexico and the Southwest like that are and some of the different scenery you can get like maybe maybe you can achieve that in montana and that's why it would have been better if you had something like roger deacons there but i think they were trying to do a little more and go a lot more places like as maybe the i don't even know exactly what the budget for this movie was but when you think about it like it really just kind of stayed in one place like he didn't have as much to play with but i do think it looked a little more authentic in sicario and i felt like i was actually there a little more which i think is probably the best compliment you can give a cinematographer whereas like there were parts where they were doing these wide shots uh throughout arrival where i thought like i could see that maybe this was just done on, if you told me this was done on a computer i would believe you you know well the thing is they ha- they even have a scene where jeremy renner is like wow look at this beautiful landscape and it's like I don't know. I'm not, it's, and I'm not even saying that like green pastures and like open grass and stuff can't be beautiful. That's not it at all. I just – they sort of – the thing is is that Bradford Young and cinematography is sort of played up with, with Villeneuve when he does movies, right? And so it's something that I think you pay attention to more and that you sort of expect more of or hold in higher regard. I'm not sure. So I just – I don't know, going back to what I said earlier, and, and I'll ask you, like, this movie was super hyped, and I ended up buying into it, and I just, I, I don't know, I came away a little bit disappointed. How about you? Um, I think my reaction was more positive than you, but I, I just felt a little um, a little lost um, at the, like, I mean, not even lost, like, I kind of got it at the end, there's some big uh, kickers that happened at the end, and I was still trying to kind of, like, figure out what to make of it, and... Um, I probably read some more criticism of it and then I saw it again. And, um, there are parts that I don't want to say until we do the back half of the podcast that maybe I was a little, I, I, I kind of, there were a few things I would have done differently that I thought about when I saw it again, but I still really, um, enjoyed the movie's message and I really liked the Amy Adams performance. But, um, while I don't have as big of objections to those actors as you do, I think I might be more, I'm more down on Forrest Whitaker than I am on, uh, Jeremy Renner. I like him more than you. And they, uh, waste, they wasted Michael Stuhlbarg and I'll explain why. Um, and they, um, also the guy that played one of the main soldiers, um, that probably talks the most, he's on halt and catch fire, which I don't think you watch, but I got, I've, I've enjoyed the last two seasons of, and he really like they try and like do some stuff with the soldiers that's not very well developed, and it's like they could have utilized him more and made some of that work more. But I mean, like I think Amy Adams is very good, and it's very much her story, and really becomes even, and it only becomes more so that throughout the movie. And I mean, w- most of the stuff with her did work for me, and I want to talk about obviously the stuff at the end. But I just I think like. I think the cinematography stuff, like I said, I I, uh, I I noticed it more the second go around. It didn't bother me as much as it bothered you, but like I can still um, acknowledge that that's one thing that would dock some points from it as a, if you're comparing it to something like Sicario without maybe um, having it hinder my experience to the extent that it just did did made other things not made the movie just not feel as good for you. But I'd say I can acknowledge that that wasn't as great as it could have been, given what we know he's his movies are capable of doing, and just some of the different story things. Like I think I probably liked the overall story better than you, but like there are things that they could have done within it that I think would have just um, made the movie a little more cohesive. Literally and I know I'm talking very broadly to give it more life. You know, it just kind of it just kind well, of I was, moved along, and which is uh, fine. Pace wasn't an issue, but I just wanted more from what they're. Like he's no, shown no. the ability to explore things further and sort of like push it to the limit in terms of like emotion and and human feeling. And he sort of I, – I, I don't know. I feel like he kind of took a step back here. And you know what yeah. it is? I think it's just because he tried to make like a more positive movie and, and I don't know. I just like shit that's depressing I think. Um, I, um, I, I'd say some of the emotional stuff did, did hit, hit, hit a little harder for me at the end, I guess, than it, than it did for you. And I, and I like the message and that's fine that it's positive. I don't, I mean, like I can, I can appreciate a movie that's a little more depressing too, but I mean, I'd say that like, there are things that 
they would have there are things that they could have done that I don't really want to delve too much into now that involve some of those army guys um and involve less of the Michael Stuhlbarg guy that I think would have just made it maybe move along more for you I mean like you're saying it wasn't like it was I don't know I was worried after I saw it that it was going to be one of those movies where you were like oh that was stupid nothing happened I was that was what I thought you were going to say because that's what you sometimes say on 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 certain movies and like it definitely like I, I mean, I think some of the meat of the movie, like I definitely enjoyed with, whereas uh, like other parts, like, um, I think they could have definitely like cut some fat and like delve deeper and pushed it a little more like you're saying, but I don't like, if we're gonna, I, I'm running out of stuff to say without like going into like spoily stuff. Or, or, so I mean, let's just, um, let's if, just is there, is there anything else you have to say? Like, I mean, you would like, I think you were critical of it. Cause like you said, you bought into the hype. But like I think you'd still say it's a worthwhile experience to have if someone's trying to go to the movies. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I think <laughs> at the end I'm gonna uh, go through a couple movies and say just say tell me yes or no if you think this movie is better than Arrival or not. But okay, we can save that for the end. And uh, yeah, it, it's fine. I don't really want to see it again though. Honestly, I thought about it, but I just I don't know. I'm kind of turned off by it the more that I think about it. But it's I right. mean it's a good movie. It's not like it's a bad movie. It just. It, yeah, because well, sometimes, sometimes, you, sometimes, well, sometimes you like focus on the negative stuff, and I have no idea if you liked it or not. Like my my go to example of that last year is like when we were going through our top ten movies of the year, and you put like a most violent year like twelve or something like that, and I had like moved it down because you you would talk me into not liking it, even though like I initially really did like it. So sometimes like when you have this, when you get disappointed by expectations, like it's not clear how much you like it. So I just wanted to like make it clear, like you think it, if it, you think it's good enough that people should see it, because I'm sometimes never sure what you yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, I mean it it'll. It makes you think a little bit, and that's worth going to the movies, I think, uh, alone. Okay, so it has some worthwhile stuff is what I wanted to get out of here. Yes. yes. Okay, there we go. So uh, for those of you that like, hopefully didn't spoil yourself with one of the trailers that I think gives away a few, a few too many important shots – um, we can just say that like this, it's, if you like sci-fi and you want to think a little bit, like go see this, even though like movies are about to get pretty busy with other good stuff that's getting out here, but definitely one that's worth making time for. Yeah. So we're going to take a break for spoilers and we'll be back with those. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, I know you've been dying to sort of get into the meat of this. So why don't you go ahead and start? Well, okay, so my biggest thing is, and I mean, I do this a lot when you like, come right back from a spoiler section, is that I just jump to the end, and my thing was, I you get to the end of this movie, and you, uh, the big thing is that you, um, some people, I, mean, I think you, you're, you're better at catching uh, twists sooner than I am in movies, but I mean, I didn't, I wasn't totally confused at the end, like I got, like once they kind of put it together, like some people might have been totally th- thrown off. But, like after I thought about it for a minute, like I totally got that everything that we're meant to think at the beginning are flashbacks, are flash forwards. Like that was clear. And then the significance of the choice she's having to make to go have that baby is clear to me. But like I the re- the main reason I wanted to go back and see this movie was that I couldn't remember like what her reactions were when she had those visions. I was like I in my head, I could have sworn that like she was depressed. Like after she came out of all of them, she just looked upset. And I'm like. It could I could have sworn she was like having real memories like that. And when I went back and I watched the movie today again today, I think that the thing that really might have like confused me the most was that that very opening sequence of the movie where she's like you're seeing everything about like her kid and the cancer and all that shit. It looks like like that because they're showing that that's not like a vision. That's just like her in the present day just like talking about what happened yeah and i think in my head after i saw the movie for the first time i was like well she had that vision and that was like way too detailed for that not to have been something that had happened given how depressed she's looking coming out of these visions so i'm like did any of that happen in the past like i just because of like how detailed that one was because when you think about it if you just think of all the other visions that she had they were and then the reaction she had coming out of it it makes sense that that would just be like confusion like it's short conversations she's having with her daughter and out of, out of totally out of context, if you're just seeing those and then looking at her reaction, you can see that like 
she's more just like confused and like I she didn't really have anyone to talk to there because she like at one point is like someone's asking her what is and she's like I don't think I can explain it like she just knows there's no one that she really feels like going into these deep things that's going on in her head she just so it makes sense when you know what's happening and you go back and watch it and it's just like it's clearly something that like she she recognized what was in her head but she couldn't see it but like the but she couldn't really like explain it and that was it and then it, it clicks for her eventually but like as me as the viewer I'm like I saw that first scene that was so detailed. It's like, how does she not know what that is? It's because that's not something that like the beginning of the movie version of her had ever seen. And it had that in my head that that was the case, even though I guess I should have known better based on like the narration she was giving at the beginning. But that just like totally threw me off. And like, no, you're not alone on that. And like, and like, I, I don't know if that's, I get that. Like they want to leave you guessing a little bit and have you put it together at the end and be like, yeah, okay. Now I get it. Like, wow, really cool. But I think to a certain extent it could have been edited together a little bit better. So it like totally clicks and I'm not left, left wondering, did I get that or was I confused? And I mean, and I think it's, I think that's, even though like the beginning of the movie is just like very, it's expository, whatever. Like, I think that's, and a lot of movies like to begin with something like that, that like happens in the future or whatever, and then go backwards. But I don't think they, I think, I feel like that's a small thing they could have made a little bit more clear that would have just helped with everything when you're supposed to kind of put all the puzzle pieces together at the end. And I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I, that, that wasn't really like a I – know, I know I didn't really give you a detailed thought on the movie there, but like I want to say that like that's maybe the biggest criticism I have was that like I like movies like that that put stuff – everything that just happened before you in a um, different perspective. And it's better – it did it better than – I know this is a really shitty movie I'm about to reference compared to this one, but <laughs> – and one that you hate, really hate is Now You See Me. Oh, God. And that movie has like a really fucking stupid twist at the end. The second one had an even dumber twist. And like I was like – part of me is like – do I want to go back and really watch to see if that actually like all tracks? No, I didn't like that movie enough to do that. Whereas this one, I was willing, at least it, it says something about the quality of this movie. At least that I was willing to go back to the theater four days later. Um, but like, that was probably the biggest mis- misstep for the movie for me. And that like at a point in which everything's supposed to be coming together, I don't think they quite cut their movie right for it to make, for it to click in a way it could have, when they could have done it in a way without giving anything away that would have just made it made a little more sense down the line. No, I agree, and I think that sort of goes hand-in-hand hand with me not really feeling empathetic about what happens and, and everything at the end. I just sort of sat there, and I was like, all right, well, uh, like it sucks that she has to make this decision to save the world but have a daughter who's going to die and knows the future of that. Like that sucks, of okay, course. So do you but wanna, like, in, okay, in time travel movies – Sometimes or TV shows or whatever, people sometimes get very moralistic about not needing to change shit and anything like that. But I mean, like she had already kind of like done her part at the point where she makes this decision about having the kid. So what? How did you take her decision? Which is obviously like the big emotional gut punch that you're saying didn't quite work for you. And I think I mean it did work for me to a certain extent. But then when I saw it again, I was like, huh. I guess she wants to like she she's seen enough now that she all this is clicked and she can see everything. So I guess she just thinks like I, this is I what she be, has to do. That's what she said to, to well, herself. Well, has to. Why do you think she says that to herself? Is it because she wants to give this little girl life, and even if it's not going to come to a good end, or does she? There's some higher purpose to that. Do you think, or does it? Is it unclear? I think it's just sort of like a destiny thing, right? Like I don't know. I mean, her, but I mean, it's a, it's implied on- that she, it's implied that it's not like a destiny that's like set right that she could change stuff because that's why this thing is a weapon it allows you to see stuff that you could probably change right but she's choosing not to use it to alter her future i mean that's the rhetoric that they use as a weapon but she keeps arguing otherwise right she keeps trying to say like maybe they mean tool or hammer or something like that and and um i think that once she learns that she finally realizes like her destiny and her point on earth or as a human is to like sort of teach everybody the language in order to move the human race forward and then she has to sacrifice having a daughter to do that well i think the stuff that works a little better for me that i think is the better part of this movie than even all of that stuff is just the communication aspect of it and maybe that's what you thought was slow but i enjoyed a lot of that stuff yeah no that was really good that was really oh i thought i I thought that's what you were saying earlier when you were saying stuff was too slow and not moving enough No, no, Um, no, no no i didn't i said there wasn't enough i said the pace was fine but there's just not enough like they could have gone into it more and made it more fun, right? Because 
like because they, 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 they did do a little bit of a montage thing with that where maybe they could yeah. even spend more time doing that but like i like that stuff and that was my I, I think that was my favorite part is her sort of like figuring out what the aliens want what it means and sort of having to do this in a shortened time period etc cetera, etc cetera. right so that was cool and i almost think okay well now i can talk more freely about the michael stubar character because i was just fucking dumb mean, like that guy's Kristen sir- wig in the martian um well i mean like i i almost well this well no i mean like i guess i guess uh, okay i haven't i have not gone back and watched the martian since then i I knew she didn't serve a purpose but it was like i didn't need a nasa pr person there i get it that you might need to have another guy in charge um she didn't really she wasn't really in charge of that movie she was even her character title itself like pr it's i did that movie didn't need to have a pr person like this like this guy was here but he literally like served no purpose other than to be like wrong about everything and they spent a lot of time on him being wrong about everything i like movies where people are smart like yeah i guess there are dumb people in real life but like it's just annoying when like someone is just being wrong for the sake of moving the plot along along and like i could have done without like any of the time they devoted to him and they could have spent one they could have maybe spent more time dealing with the stuff with the other countries instead of just like making it like a very one-dimensional like china's being stupid thing yeah and maybe if they i think that was very poorly done well, so like if they had just taken out the Michael Stuhlbarg stuff and then maybe had some of that conflict arise more from that or like the stuff with the soldiers they they took shortcuts with because yep. it's like those guys like that 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 whole, I think like you said the editing was fine for the most part but I thought that was like the worst edited part of the movie was because they just like kind of cut like, like they showed a couple angry soldiers and all of a sudden like they're shooting shit up and it's like I guess like they're shooting at the spaceship right um, and that's why they think they pissed the aliens off but it's like. Still not like totally clear. It's like they hear gunshots, and it's like, what did those guys exactly accomplish? And then it's just like, all right, now they're out of their, they're, they're recovering from their concussions, and we're moving on. We think they might retaliate. So it's like, they this heard shooting at the bottom, but it's like from the bottom of the spaceship, like those guys can't shoot the aliens. Like, so is that whole sequence was just not very well, like, the well thought out and shown, you know? And yeah, I mean, like I said, one of the problems is they don't really earn everything they take shortcuts like you said it, it just these they show this dude watching like one like fox news video and then all of a sudden he wants to like blow up the alien pod and it's like that's like a really big deal and they sort of just gloss over it after it's uh, one of the soldiers got because, upset or something it's like what because like i but, but the thing is it makes sense like that something like fox news would get be, re, be really like short-sighted in this and then the general public would be kind of short-sighted but it's like those soldiers are like sitting there living less than a half a mile from the spaceship and they can clearly see that like the aliens aren't hurting anyone like you know i mean like i guess that they might be impatient or they like but it's like those guys are so stupid if they're gonna like watch a fox news video and then like blow shit up when they're like sitting right there and they're seeing all the progress these people are making harmlessly communicating with them it's like didn't make that much sense to just make these a bunch of dudes on, with Roy. Well, Rage, to be you know? fair, the the guy was in the room when the heptapod alien said like weapon or whatever because he recognized the text too, and he was in the room when they were talking about oh this is what it said it said weapon, and she's trying to deny that because she knows that it like what will incite like I, I don't want to say incite violence but like definitely like force them people. to be more careful and sort of question if her and Renner are making any progress. Yeah, I still, I think that whole sequence still could have been done better. I guess even yeah, though that I mean, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that the aliens saved them, but at the same time, like... So, I mean, like, yeah, I guess they could have, like, done it, like, a little more, like, develop the stuff with the countries a little more and just cut out Michael Stuhlbarg. Well, and, the thing um, is, like, they have this whole unit that's, like, dedicated to working with her and whole unit dedicated to working with Renner, and they don't give them any screen time, like, showing yeah, you're not really clear like what they they're... Are. You know, yeah, what I you mean? know, you know, you know that she's deciphering out of the language. But like, I mean, like, I get that he was a smart guy, and she was just happy that another smart person was there because most of those other people were dumb as fuck. But like, I still don't really know what his team did. Like, he's yeah, there. That's as, what I'm saying like, is they didn't like, really. Sh- they, were just work- they were working on language the whole time, but like, you're right, they do refer to his team. Um, they could have like shown them like work, you know, like him being in front, a- answering questions, giving theories, etc. Even if they're wrong at first, you know what I mean? Like, just get some like intelligence into the movie and some like analysis instead of just like oh look we figured it out now we have ipads that decipher all the alien words when nobody knows how we did that and then um well i just i mean that didn't bother me like i just i figured that like it's not individually that it bothered me but it's just a subset of the in the entire idea of just like not showing us 
enough of how they got to where they yeah, were. Yeah, because I mean, like, I, and even though it might, frame. and even though it might sound boring, like I really liked when she diagrammed that sentence for Forrest Whitaker, and she was like, because I, I mean, I hadn't even really like the way she explained, like, just why are you here on Earth? Like, why that would be such a complicated thing to ask? Yeah, no, if that you was were really there, cool. If you're there, like, just trying to talk to like a foreign foreign group, you it know, sort like of I, reminded me of the of the the number scene in The Accountant a little bit. Uh, yeah, I like this one better, but, uh, um, that was just like showing me a bunch of numbers that I couldn't follow. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed thinking about this one, uh, better and I guess you could have done a little more of that. Cause like they said, they broke it into a montage of uh, a little bit of like where he, he, they show like, um, Ian walking and they have that on the sign. I thought and that it's was like, really oh, cool, so but then like that. And it's like, they could, they could have done more of that, but it's like, it just kind of implied like, Oh, they just did that for like a ton of other words. And, yeah. um, I guess they could, could have had a few more scenes doing that and, um, would have been, would, would have definitely just been more enjoyable. Cause that was probably the, the richest stuff in the movie. Um, well, if they had taken the time to just literally all they needed to show us was her talking to them, getting all of the answers she needs for that specific question, right? Because they gave us like enough material where she could have sh- gone from this is why we need to know what this word means and this pronoun and this adjective in order for them to understand, etc. And they yeah, tell us I that mean, it's like, really I don't cool, know. but they could have like actually showed it too. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I guess it would have been cool because uh, like the whole like – collective you versus the individual you thing like i guess that would have been interesting to watch on screen i don't know how long it would have taken to have a realistic conversation for them to like actually grasp that like like i like the idea of like knowing that they have to teach that but like think about like how weird that would be to teach to like a foreign species like i get that like they can only yeah, show so much weird? i mean it's fucking aliens man no yeah yeah i just like i mean i i I guess you don't have to show the entire start to finish of that, but it would have been cool to see a little of it. You're right. Um, well, the other thing is that the they end up doing the the thing where the aliens bring her up to alien land, and she's in all of the alien goo and whatever else. And I was – I don't know. I was a little disappointed with how that looked visually in sort of the scene itself. I, I was just a little bit underwhelming well, what to did, me. What, what, were you, what were you expecting? I don't know. Something cooler? I don't I mean, know. Like, I mean, like, it looked about what I expected it to look like based on what we'd already seen from behind the behind the glass or whatever. Like, I mean, I, it's like it's not like I mean, they were still within the spaceship. Like, they only had so much space. Like, unless it would have been some kind of technology where it, like actually felt a lot bigger on the inside. Like, I, I mean, I, I just didn't have really any other expectation for what it would look like. I just thought it was gonna be like white mist and the aliens because that's what we had seen on the other side of the glass. Like, I, I mean, I get there's ways that that could have looked like more interesting, but I mean, it was pretty much jogged with what they had already shown us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Right? Is they they didn't really take as many liberties as they could have with with the scene when they we already saw through the glass. It's just literally like white smoke and and an alien. You can't really see through it. I would have, yeah. I mean, I, I think at that point, like that would have been a cool reveal, just to like actually see the alien a little yeah. more. Like, I mean, I get hiding the ball to a certain extent, but at some point, you can give us that reveal. As far as like everything else about it, though, like I kind of like the idea of the whole. Like, I know you like you would have you said you would have liked the grander spaceship, and my, the second time I watched it, in my head actually, even though it wasn't a, the best part of that movie, I had, we, I remember us both in the theater being like very visually stunned by what the stuff looked like at the end of um, at um. Uh, uh, fuck! What's the movie called? Or the Jeff Nichols movie earlier this year? Midnight. Oh, um, mid- yeah, 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 yeah. What, what is that? About. Midnight Special. Uh, yeah, mid- yeah, that, that stuff at the end of Midnight Special looked very, very visually impressive. Even yeah. though, like that part of the movie, like didn't totally make a lot of sense. Like it was like, wow, for a movie that like. I mean, is of this this kind of category of like like we were talking about earlier stuff we like to see get made, original ideas, whatnot, and everything. Like, it still didn't have the biggest budget. I think that was like an eighteen million dollar budget, and this movie definitely had a bigger budget than that. And that movie still had cool looking special effects. Yeah. Um. And like it was so I I get that it would have been also been cool if they had like had some interesting looking alien stuff in this, but I also like the idea of like aliens showing up and then just like. Having this like, minimalist sub, sub, thing, yeah. subverting our expectations and actually like not being like what our m- typical pop culture idea of like alien technology is, um, that's kind of cool. But like I, I I agree though. I could, like what, you you like I want to look up what the budget for this movie was for a second because like I feel like if he, I'm I'm assuming he had is the biggest budget movie he's made and it like felt like they could have at the very least like had some interesting looking alien, you know? Yeah, and you know. I, 
I didn't really Stranger Things is whatever to me, but I thought they at least took like at, how dare you? Whatever, it's, <laughs> it's it's whatever. Okay, so their budget was forty-seven million for this. That's movie. a lot of money. Yeah, for like, where do you think that most of that went? Like that, yeah. There's gravity special effects. I mean, I don't think it took that much to make those aliens. Like, like I mean, I don't like, know. If they, if they did spend a lot of money on those aliens, like I don't really think that's a paying very good in Montana to use their backyard. I don't know, man. Did they actually film in Montana? I don't know. Uh, let's see, they uh, filmed in. Uh, it doesn't even. Say, usually, it says on the um, this part of the um, clearly CGI media, and it's not there. So yeah, maybe they, maybe it's on computers. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but but yeah. yeah, I mean, like I, I definitely think they could have. Uh, oh, it was in Mon- it was in Quebec. Huh, uh, Montreal and Quebec. Um, so a lot of shit films in Canada, but I mean, Suits. But yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so yeah, I mean, I guess they. I don't know where that money mostly went. Like, I mean, I, I like I said, I like the minimalistic look, but I mean, I feel like if you're gonna like, I don't think it should. If you're gonna go with that, like, you should be able to like spend that money pretty well somewhere else to at least like make your scenery look a little nicer. Um, or I don't know, but yeah. I, I uh, wish they could have given us like, you know, go over to like Serbia or wherever one of the ships was and show us like how those people were interacting with the aliens and how they were failing and whatever, whatever. And I don't know. They sort of had this important idea of the Chinese using Mahjong to teach the aliens language, but that like they could have shown that. Um, well, not even that. It's just like they that was just in there for her to say something smart, like about China and being going to war and stuff like it wasn't even – I don't know. Like you said, they just did a couple of things that sort of were just to move the plot along where I don't feel Villeneuve has done before in his other movies. I thought that he sort of gave everything a fair like exploration, and this one I just – I don't know. I wanted a more edge to it, and I wanted it to be – I think maybe it was just Bill. What do you, what do you, what you mean by more – what do you mean, what do you mean by more – what do you mean by more edge? Well, so the first podcast we did in Sicario, you said that 45 minutes later your heart was still beating just from one scene, right? And and even Prisoners is so intense where you feel like crazy shit is happening. You don't really understand and, and there's See, I, like tension. The, there's not really the, any tension think, in this movie. I think there is some tension at the end. But like I think the, 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 the problem with Prisoners is that like – the main Hugh Jackman's the main character, and he's he's as much of a jackass as the Michael Stuhlbarg character is, and just being dumb. And that's the that's like I the one. I don't necessarily agree. He's being like so fucking crazy, and I his guess fucking yeah, kid is missing, man. His kid's missing, but like it just like at a certain point, it's like everyone is being like way more rational than him, and it just gets kind of old to watch him be like totally fucking crazy after a certain point. Like I mean, it's, it it annoyed me. Like I still really like that movie. It's just like he's more prominently featured than Michael Stuhlbarg is in this, and he's just like at a certain point, it's like no, not listening to anyone. And I I guess it's unfair for me to say that when I've never had my kid go missing, but like at a certain point, that just got kind of annoying to watch. Um, and I like watching just about everything else in that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's definitely super suspenseful at the end. And I think prisoners, like you're, you're probably right, I guess, because that is a very intense ending to prisoners and leaves you like a little more, um, it, it does leave you feeling a little bit more, some kind of feeling of intensity or like you've just gone through something more yeah. than this. Whereas with this one, I guess I was more like, I was trying to put a puzzle together in my head afterward. Yeah. Which, I think he took a more intellectual approach than emotional approach, which is, which is fine. I just happen to like feeling the other way more than, than whatever return I got on this intellectual stimulation because I didn't really, I didn't really buy it like a hundred percent. So that, that, I guess that's my problem. I just wanted to feel more empathetic about it, and and it's their job to earn it. And to me, they, em- they empathetic toward too her her at the end. Yeah, that's. I mean, is that not the entire point? No, I mean, I, I did feel it though. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I'm not, but like, I mean, I get, I agree with a lot of the stuff that you're saying. It was, it, it could have had more of, like, as far as just the stuff with the other countries, or or it be the stuff where she's communicating with the aliens. I'm not, I'm not sure if either of those things makes me feel more empathetic towards her at the end. I mean, I, I, I still like, I still felt something watching that scene, but I don't yeah, think it stuck. But, I don't, I don't, I don't think it stuck with me after the movie. Like I'm saying, stuff did with those other movies. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. If those like flash forward scenes are a little bit disconnected from you. Then they then they disconnect you from when they're supposed to be put together, right, and make you feel something. So if I'm just like, oh, these flash forward scenes, whatever. But that surprise and- factor. I think that surprise factor is what they were. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to be like, oh, those weren't flashbacks. Yeah, I, I but, like, hear I, you. but I, I still, I still, I mean, like, I, I, they're supposed to be kind of like. 
I mean, you're, you're not, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I felt disconnected from them because I was assuming they were flashbacks the first time I saw it. Yeah, me but too. But I mean, like, but it's just like, I, I think it didn't come to, like, I already, I'm not going to waste another five minutes explaining it, but I just think it didn't come together for me in the way they wanted it to because I don't think that first one was done correctly. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I'm not and, a huge fan of the way they started that looking back so. either. Like I mean, like I, I think it's a, I think it's a much better movie if they just don't have that beginning sequence. Like, like they could have hinted at the cancer a little bit, and 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 like another fast flash forward that or vision well, I mean, that was most, about the most of the way through the movie. You think that her kid has already died? Yeah, because you, prob- yeah, you see her. Which is problematic to the rest of the plot. Um, what do you mean by that? Because then once it's like, oh, it's not. It hasn't happened yet. Then you're like, oh, like, why is she like this then? Because <laughs> she's yeah, just like a 45-year-old lady who's living in this house. Basically, they're trying to convince you that she's depressed because she lost her kid. But then she might she actually hadn't. just be regular depressed. Um, yeah, and that's why. I mean, maybe. I mean, I guess. I mean well, I was talking, um, I, you, know, you know, I was talking on, online with um, my, our movie friend Arjun. And that, that was what he thought. He thought it was more just a. Like a regular depression, which made sense to me, just because like I was looking back on it. This was before I'd seen it the second time, and like it was. I mean, like I, I could have sworn she was sad, and maybe it's not sadness. It maybe it's just more confusion. But like it makes sense that maybe she would have kind of some kind of depression, and she's just trying to like. And this is like why she's so gung ho on doing this is to give her life some kind of meaning. Maybe, and, but it's also an ego um, thing. No question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You could see that from the first scene where they tried to recruit her. You know. So uh, I don't know. I just uh, – I think they could have cleaned it up and, and with our suggestions, we would have liked it a, a, a lot more. And that's uh, – it's not you know, a terrible criticism. It's just something that we you – know, Villeneuve has made movies that we've really liked and we want to – I don't know. We, we just want him to be better about it and, and, and want to watch great movies and he's capable of doing it and – since he makes well, so many movies, it'll it'll be fine. But well, I think the I think the visual stuff um, might be more on him, and I guess the editing is too. It's I mean, it's hard to know exactly like because he he's not he's not a writer. Um, no, he, he didn't write the movie. So, but like I mean, he still like probably has final. I think he pro- assuming he has final cut. Yeah. So maybe I mean maybe they maybe he was responsible for cutting some of the stuff that we said we wanted more of, or maybe this was how it was written. It's hard to say. I mean, I think he's uh, Bradford Young's responsible for help carrying out whatever vision he has for it. So maybe, I mean, you can blame some of the visual stuff on him, and maybe there's a different way to edit this movie with the all the things we think it's missing that he's responsible for. Um, maybe some of it is on the screenplay, but regardless, like the director is most responsible for the final product. And um, there are things we think could have been better. I'd say the main difference between the two of us with regards to this one is is that like I. Like I, I mean, I don't know how much it matters that I like the two main actors better, but like the the ending still had some kind of emotional effect on me, even if I was left a little more confused than I want to. But I mean, I agree that like the other stuff, like I agree with you on the other stuff that I was missing, but I think like the visual stuff just like hampered your experience a little more than it did mine, which is why I'm more positive on this, even if um, I mean, I'm thinking about it a little more, and like I mean. I, and I used to think maybe it was like just talking to you about it, like stuff after I saw it would make make me like it less. But like I mean, <laughs> thank you for because like I said, it, well, I mean like because uh, like I said, that happened with m- most violent year, and I fucking dropped it twenty spots on my list because of you when you had it ranked twelve. So like I've tried to be, think more critically about these things after I talked to you about them. And like, but there, there was other stuff last year that I saw multiple times. Like I saw Creed three times and probably liked it more each time. Yeah. So. I mean, I think there are other times where it's just like you can go and then you're going to find more to find more to quibble with. And um, like, I mean, I, I, I don't I also don't think it necessarily had the, the pacing issues that you did. Like said, I, I it's never all, said it had pacing issues. I said that like or, six or, times. Or, or, no, or no, no, not pacing, but like you were saying how stuff went slow. Like, I don't well, know. I what just you mean wanted by that. more from stuff. They just had you, like you were saying enough, it. Like, you were saying you wanted to dive happen. in and move along. Yeah. You're saying it, you want to dive in and move along more. And I don't I wanted think more they, meat in the scenes than there was. It was just like, OK, less. so that's that, that's a better way to put it for you. You use some kind of terminology that meant like it made it sound like it was a little bit of a slog or something. I clarified that every time that I did not say that. I just want to make it clear that like. I mean, the way it went by faster for me the second time, which I mean, I think is some level of compliment. Like, if you feel like you're spending a lot more time at the movie than you actually are, um, it's like, oh my god, like how, like, like it's like fucking Bridge of Spies or something. Then, like, you know that like the movie is not really like moving along at the clip it should. Whereas, like, this felt like a very breezy hour and fifty six minutes I just had a minute ago or had in a couple hours ago. 
So, um, like it, it does, it's not like you're going to be totally bored at any time. It's just like the stuff that you find most interesting maybe isn't what they're going to spend the most time on. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. All right, let's play a game. I'm going to name a movie okay. and you tell me if it's better. You say, uh, yes or no, if it's better than, uh, Arrival. Mm-hmm. Cloverfield. The first one? No, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, uh, I, uh, I think, uh, uh, I think, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane's better, but I, uh, um, I, I if you've asked me that before, I, before today, I probably would have said Arrival, but I mean, like, 10 Cloverfield Lane, like the end, um, isn't great, but I mean, I think it's more consistent up to that point, even if like the, I probably just felt more at the end of Arrival than I did at the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Eye in the sky. Oh, um, God dang, uh, <laughs> this is tough. Cause like I've, 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 I've like done, a, I've gone a little backwards on arrival today. I mean, I, I, and this guy, like, I mean, you can tell it doesn't have the same budget, but I think it like accomplishes more with a lot less resources, even if like, it actually has a pretty loaded cast too, but I guess I'd have to say I in the sky. Okay. Um, hell or high water, hell or high water. Okay. Moonlight. Hell or High Water is like my – Hell or High Water and Moonlight are both in my top five movies of the year. So, Okay. So I assume Moonlight is also yes. Yeah. What about Green Room? Mm, I have, I probably have them about equal. I mean you like – I think based on our last couple of conversations, it's not like you like Green Room a little more than I do in retrospect. Even if, if you go back and listen to that podcast, I might sound more positive than you on it. But um, I, I'd say like – Green Room had a couple of the things within the middle of the movie that, like, I I don't know. I I, I probably feel about the same about them. What about Midnight Special? Hmm. Kind of the same way as Ten Cloverfield Lane. I'd say Midnight Special. I guess like I I just thought the first like hour and a half of Midnight Special was just like like made me feel like almost like the end of Sicario did. Like I was like didn't take a breath. Like it was very it's impressive. Very original too. Yeah, this isn't. I, I guess this isn't as original. I mean, I guess because like you could argue, argue like some version of this was already made at District Nine, you know. Um, I think they're a lot different, but a- they're like they're alien movies, though. I mean, they're wait. This is not a, a sci. This isn't really a sci-fi movie, honestly. It, it District Nine is much more. I mean, just the gore alone and the violence is just. It's just way different. The tone is so different than. Than Arrival, but I think all of those movies that I listed are better than Arrival, except for Midnight Special, probably. So, man, you really didn't like Midnight Special? Jeez. No, I, I didn't say that. I just. I mean, it seems like you don't. You, 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 you mean okay? I guess you didn't dislike any of those movies you listed. It was just like, you've, like I said, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to really wrap your wrap my head around how much you ever like anything that's like something that a lot, you, you like less than everyone else who just absolutely loves it it's hard to it's hard to place it when how you talk about it because like i feel like i can't really say too many i even at the end of this podcast i can't really i couldn't if someone told me to i couldn't really say what you liked about arrival besides like the, <laughs> the linguistic scenes I'm not, I'm not really sure what you liked about it besides yeah. that well I, I don't know i mean i just think that i don't know i like to use this platform to just it sort of you give more analysis than like yes I like this or or this is good this is bad just because and we've gotten better about doing that with movies we liked it's just like I, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure what you liked about this movie besides that you know I mean it's it's cool to watch I just it's just something that I, I was I was uh, I bought into the hype and it and I think you would agree that it didn't live up to the Oscar best movie of the year hype that it had. I don't think I had, I mean, I, I never quite, I, I don't think I bought into it in the same way you did. I got very excited about seeing it, but I, I, I think I've gotten better about like, as we, since we've been doing this podcast about like, just trying to tune stuff out and not form opinions about movies like in, in advance. I mean, I like, didn't form an opinion, but I, I, dude, you form, you form all of the opinions on most movies. I didn't. I, and I said, I didn't form an opinion. You didn't watch tra- okay. You didn't, you didn't watch trailers about this one, but like, I mean, but I also said- am never, I've literally never been wrong except for eye in the sky. Which was the worst trailer I've ever seen in my life. X Men Apocalypse. You were excited about that one. Mm. Yeah, you were. You thought it was gonna be awesome after the trailer. I mean, the Are trailer. Saying awesome? I mean, it's a good trailer, but I mean, so there were terrible on. reviews for like a month before the movie came out. Yeah, I just mean like up and like same thing about Eye in the Sky. Like you, like then the, then the good reviews came out. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like, I still didn't want to see it. It looked dumb. 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I, I, I have stopped, like, I mean, like, it's hard to avoid it when you hear stuff about festivals, but, like, I've gotten to the point where I just, like, don't watch trailers. I've run out of the theater, like, every time the second La La Land trailers come on. Like, I'm just, like, getting the fuck out of the way on everything. So I'd say, I, I mean, like, I was, I mean, I, I knew the Rotten Tomato scores, and, like, that was it. So, like, I mean, I guess I was excited because of that, and I, I thought it was going to be really good, and I still think it was pretty good. I just, like... I guess I've just kind of realized talking to you and watching it again, like there are other things that it could have done a little better. But I mean, I th- I just think I I don't think it's a bad thing to want to want that for movies. I think that this this year especially has been has been down to the point where I I feel fully uh, correct in 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 wanting more for movies to not uh, be how the how majority of movies have been this year. Um, yeah, except I mean that's fair, I guess. It's just like I mean I've I've liked a lot more movies than you've liked this year, so it's hard for me to like talk about the year in a, as negative of terms. I agree the summer wasn't good, but like I I feel like I feel like I'm just looking at like my rankings of movies now, and I feel like really good about my top twenty. Um, I mean even if like this isn't like top five, like maybe I thought it had the potential to be, like I still think it it's kind of like around it's like it's like around that like 15 to 20 range for me and that's i think i still think it's kind of, i mean it's kind of like when we talked about like hateful eight at the beginning of the year like it's not it's not like what wasn't wasn't like a great tarantino movie but still better than a lot and i feel like we're just judging this one to a really high standard and it's like which still i think really is good fair, if this is like, i think that's i think, I think yeah sure sure because it's like a good director and we want to have good things but like i still think it's for me like at least i still think it's a pretty good movie year if this is like my 17 best 17th best movie or something like that and we still have like a handful of hopefully really good ones to go yeah so i mean hopefully. i've just I've, I've just been much more positive on this year i've also like seen like 20 something more movies than you so i think some of the ones that i've like have pretty highly ranked you haven't seen um or at least a few of them um so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it's it would have been nice if like I think I feel like the movie would year for me even would feel like stronger than it already does, even if I'm somewhat pos- more positive on it. If this had been better, but like yeah, like uh, we're not the po- part of the podcast where we tell people to go see it. We already did that. If you're yeah. listening now, you already saw it. But like yeah, I mean, let us know if you uh, disagree and why. Be interested to hear more thoughts on it. I've been busy at work, so I haven't really done as much reading about any kind of criticism as I normally would have. So I'm not really sure if anyone really shares the opinions that we've espoused here. But yeah, so if you want to do that, find me on Twitter at a clambake a k l a m b a k e and Josh. Josh Renovoy, J O S H J U R N O V O Y. Our podcast Twitter is fifty two in fifty two pod. Our podcast email is fifty two in fifty two pod at gmail.com please let us know some thoughts um i think this this movie has a lot of good talking points so i'm definitely curious to hear if you guys are in or out or which parts you like which parts you didn't like so uh definitely let us know and thanks for listening see you guys next time